Welcome to the podcast we call Soul Chaser, featuring stories from the book by the same name, Soul Chaser. This is Jordan Rich, and by my side is author Lauren Decker. We want to spend time with you today at soul level, awakening our spirits to the simple and beautiful idea that God is love and love is everywhere. And now, today's installment of Soul Chaser. Happy Christmas, everyone. I'm Lauren Decker. I recall one Christmas time of many years ago. For weeks leading up to the holiday, I'd been lobbying hard for an electric race car set. It was all that I could think of. I pleaded with my parents. I brought it up at every family meal. My folks would patiently listen and then try to move me on to other things. How is school going, or did you finish your homework, they would ask. But I was transfixed with the dream of an oval track and a speeding racing car, zooming around the turns, my hands on the accelerator. Christmas morning finally came, and I was up early. I watched the big clock in our front room until it was nearly seven. Close enough, I reasoned, and I began the process of waking the house. Breakfast lasted for hours, it seemed. As soon as the dishes were cleared, I made a beeline for the Christmas tree. A quick study of the gift wrap packages under the tree was not encouraging. I saw no big boxes, as might contain a race car set, and it got worse from there. Every gift seemed to have my sister's name on it. I wistfully opened a new pair of slippers, but she was pulling down big stuff, dolls and dollhouses, complete with accessories, and a kid-sized oven that could really cook. There were simply no big ticket items for me to open, not a one. I managed to hold in the tears until my dad said, I guess that's all. That broke the dam and torrents poured from my eyes. Taking me by the hand, my dad said something about one more gift that he forgot to wrap. Dutifully, I followed him to the guest room. He opened the door with a smile, and there before me was an oval track that took up most of the floor. Two shiny cars were perched at the starting gate, just waiting for me to press the trigger on the accelerator. It was magnificent. My morning of disappointment melted away and disappeared in that instant. The unseen is very real, as real as that race car set in the guest room. But our present circumstances distract us and keep us from trusting our Heavenly Father. My dad never would have loaded up one child with gifts while neglecting another child in the process. God won't forget you either. He adores you. We too often allow our disappointments to control us as we wade through our sea of circumstances. The Father has gone to great lengths to prepare an incredible gift for you. He has set eternity in our hearts. That truth should give us strength to endure. When the situation at hand seems dire, anchored deep in the eternal nature of God, he holds the long view. What he has waiting for us is actual and real. So dry those tears and take your father's hand. See what he has set up for you just out of sight. Just for you. The Christmas season is always very special. Growing up, I can recall Christmas caroling with members of my home church. The familiar carols were like dear friends you see but once a year. We sang them in harmonies, our voices following the parts and paths that we recall from earlier times. We would pack ourselves into a caravan of cars and make the rounds, unpacking ourselves at each stop and stomping our boots to ward off the cold. The town hall, the nursing home, the houses near the projects. We would begin at nightfall and carol until the neighborhood homes turn off their lights. Leo and Mary were always our last stop. The elderly couple lived in a trailer just big enough for two of them. Mary was a thin, tiny woman somewhere in her senior years. 
Leo was a double amputee and would sit in his old wheelchair that squeaked and groaned. Mary would always greet us at the kitchen door, nodding her head as she counted. You have more carolers than last Christmas, she would say. Let's see if we're going to fit. With that, we'd all pile into the warm kitchen, packed side by side around the table that held a small silver tinsel Christmas tree and two well-used coffee mugs. Let me get Leo, she would cluck. Leo, Christmas is here. I suppose we were Christmas to Leo and Mary. She would wheel her husband to the edge of the well-bundled circle, and there they would listen as we sang the good news and sing we did. Like the angels on that first Christmas night, we filled the little home with the best we had. Before the first verse of the first song was completed, old Leo would always grab his cloth handkerchief from his pocket and hold it to his face while his shoulders shook in sobs that he could not control. Mary would fuss over him a bit. Are you okay, dear, she would say to her husband. He's just very happy, she would explain to us. Happy, I would muse, looking again at the tiny table and imagining the mornings of toast and marmalade that they would share. I wondered what they spoke about over their instant coffee served in worn mugs. They had next to nothing, just each other, really, but they'd found that to be enough. Singing now in that poor but contented home, we felt a sense of awe fall over us. And suddenly we were that angel choir, invading poverty and pain, not unlike the first Christmas night. Our voices swelled, choked with emotion as tears dropped onto our carol booklets. The words of the old songs came alive in our hearts. Emmanuel, God is with us. As I looked around the humble home, I considered the Son of Man stepping out of heaven, entering the tiny stable, coming to win our hearts with love. He stooped low so that all could reach. And somehow on this night, he had come again to a tiny trailer as our own hearts welcomed him. To this day, when I sing the old songs, I go back to Christmas past and behold the faces of old dear friends gathered in a cozy kitchen, lifting their voices in earnest jubilation. If I listen carefully, I can still hear dear old Mary calling. Leo, Christmas is here. This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you. 